Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Holtzcast. Cole Petham here as always. And of course, this is an opposition match preview ahead of our game on Friday against Liverpool in the third round of the FA Cup at Villa Park. It's going to be an interesting one to see if Liverpool get their, uh, I guess, much needed revenge, I guess you could say. But nonetheless, like I said before, um, this is an opposition preview. So we do have a Liverpool fan and that being John Gibbons from the Anfield Wrap. So, John, how you doing? Oh, good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's very much appreciated. Uh, always good to get uh, opposition fans on here, get their perspective and all that stuff. But nonetheless, uh, let's dive into Liverpool's season so far. What are your thoughts on your season so far? And essentially, what do you make of it? <laughs> well, if you did ask me sort of seven or eight days ago, I'd have said it, it, it's going great. Uh, obviously, since then, we've had three really disappointing league results in a row uh, against teams who... You know, Liverpool should be beaten or at least doing doing better by against um you know the West Brom one was frustrating, Newcastle at nil-nil where we just couldn't get past the keeper and then and then we would we were poor against Southampton and 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 deservedly beaten. And so yeah, it's it we're still just about top, although obviously there's a lot of you know different games played and things. So if, if teams have got opportunity to go above us, um so yeah, just just a little bit frustrating. Really, we feel like we, we we should be in a better position. We feel like we we should be kind of, you know, a, a bit of a gap between us and the rest of the, at the top. Where there's actually, you know, we're obviously in a in a bit more of a battle this year uh, with in a big group of teams, um, including yourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting season to say the least. And I mean, it, it's always good to see a little bit of a title race. I don't think we'll be. I don't really consider us in it. Um, it's nice to be kind of, I, I guess, even mentioned considering how last season went for us. But nonetheless, for you guys, of course, and for the neutrals, it, it, it's good to see a little bit more kind of give and go with other teams, a little bit more of a challenge as well. But kind of sticking with Liverpool, of course, you guys have like, if you guys could build an XI uh, for injuries, you probably would have the best one. I mean, Virgil van Dijk, uh, Joe Gomez, I think Diago Jota is still out, uh, Joel Matip as well, um, probably a few others that I'm not even thinking of, maybe Thiago I think still out as well, but given all these no, injuries... Thiago came back. Oh, did he? Okay, fair enough then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then that uh, that article I read today was outdated, so shame on whoever put that up on whatever site <laughs> I read that on, but uh, anyways, considering the rest of those injuries... Are you very impressed with how you've really dealt with it? Because considering you basically lost your whole center back pairing and then your probably third string center back or second string center back, I should say there, is it a bit bit of concern still? Or do you guys think you can kind of pull through with it? Yeah, it's tough. 
everyone's going to get injuries this season, aren't they? Especially, and you know, in a normal season, you would, and, and this season's going to be more so. Obviously, there's the, the COVID elements, you know, in terms of players missing for that as well. So, you, you you can't complain too much, and you do need to sort of get on with it. But to have so many in one position, and it was probably the position where numbers wise we were lightest as well, uh, is a little bit frustrating. Um, so we only came into the season with three recognised centre-halves and, and they were all injured and, and two of them, you know, very long-term. And I think that was the the sort of, you know, the, the real kicker really was that, you know, Virgil van Dijk, you know, out, out for the season, you know, with, on a, to, you know, receiving the end of a, of a terrible tackle and then, and then Joe Gomez straight after. And we actually... Dealt with it really well for 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 a while. Uh, Matip was playing well, and Fabinho would drop back and was was doing pretty well as well, uh, very well actually. But then now Matip's injured too, and it's 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 as much the knock on effects on in the other, other areas of the pitch. To be honest with you, Cole, because Fabinho, you know, is, is doing well at centre half, but he's a great midfielder, and we're losing that option for him there. And then you saw Jordan Henderson drop back in the last league game, and in terms of you know, their presence in midfield, they're probably two of our, our strongest guys in terms of getting us on the front foot, in terms of the tempo and, you know, just, just kind of building us a platform for us to play on. And so, you know, the, they can kind of fill in elsewhere, but it's what you're losing in midfield as a result of it as well. And so it starts to, 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 to worry people a little bit. Um, the January transfer window is obviously open now and, almost every Liverpool fan is hoping that we can do something to get someone in as much to allow, you know, those other guys who were talked about to play in the more, in the more natural position as, as much as anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And of course you guys have used a, a little bit of youth this season as well, which is always good to see from um, any standpoint, really. I mean, I mean, Phil being a good example with Jack Realish eventually coming through and seeing how well he's done. And then you guys bringing through a few youngsters to fill in those gaps. And really, it doesn't really look like you've been missing much, which is kind of a good sign of your youth development, your youth system with everything standing as it is right now in the injuries. Do you guys still think you can win the league? I mean, personally, I think you will, but kind of as things stand, what do you think? Yeah, of course we, we we can still do it. It's 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 just going to be more difficult than obviously it turned out to be last year. And it's just I think adjusting our mindsets to the fact that you know it's going to be a lower points total. And so the last two years, you know, you've you've had to almost win every game, and and that's crazy. You know, we two seasons ago we did ninety seven points and came second, and and then last season, you know, we went. Uh, a rate of, I think after 25 games, we'd won 24, drawn one. And, and that's what we were going at. And so that's the kind of mentality that the squad got. And then also that the fan base kind of got after that, which was that, well, this is what this team can do. And this is what this team almost kind of needs to do really. Whereas now, you know, we've, as I say, we've had three bad results in a row, but we're, we're still top, albeit on goal difference. And so you, it's, it's, it's getting that mindset really. And it's getting that kind of, you know, change changing from a you know from from the point of view of well, you've had to win every game to well now you just you need to make sure that you you're winning games when you're on top. You need to make sure that you're going on on good runs and, and need to make sure that you know you just kind of claw in as many points as possible as you, as you can out of this league really because it, it is going to be tougher uh, this year. And but I think Liverpool still have a really strong squad. You know, there's still a few to come back as as well. And, and if they can do a bit in January, then then brilliant and. You know, you write this team off at the peril as well. You know, they've they've come back from 
from tougher times than this and, and triumphed. And so we're still hoping um, that they can win it, but it is more of a hope than an expectation as it maybe it was, you know, after, after we got that last minute winner against Spurs a couple of weeks ago and I thought it was all done. <laughs> no, that's, that's more than fair. I mean, never write Jurgen Klopp off. That's for sure. He's a man that you can never doubt in my mind, but let, let's switch mindsets. Let's get right onto the game. I mean, it's hard to kind of go into a Premier League mindset and then to a cup one because you never really know what to expect in terms of uh, squad rotation, uh, maybe kind of resting players and all that kind of stuff as well. But what are your thoughts on the game? I mean, a lot of fans unrealistically, probably from the Villa standpoint, will point at the 7-2, which is still a freak result. I don't expect that to happen again for a long time. But going into this game, how are you feeling about it? What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's 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 a funny one because um, Liverpool's record in domestic cups under Jurgen Klopp is is relatively poor. Um, you know, we've only got to to one final, and that was in his first year. And uh, you know, he's he, he, he took over you know during that season. So Brendan Rodgers had already done sort of some of the hard work uh, along that league cup, and then we lost that final to Manchester City, and then. Um, since then, he's he's rotated a lot. He's used a lot of squad players, and and generally speaking, when we've we we haven't you know gone out to sort of any lower league teams or anything from what I can remember. But when we've got a tough tie, we, we've generally kind of lost it. And so last year uh, we went out away at Chelsea. The year before was away at. Um, Wolves, and so they're, they're, they're all our sort of last two. So it's so it's you know it's 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 not a disgrace, sort of obviously losing to those teams and and, and certainly sort of away from home. But it is a, maybe a little bit of frustration for some that we haven't sort of gone a little bit farther. When when this tie was drawn, I was like, well, we'll we'll get we'll go out we'll go out there because I didn't think that you know we would take it seriously. I just wonder whether. The, the recent league form kind of changes the mindset of everyone a little bit and not necessarily changes the mindset to the FA Cup because I think uh, the league and Champions League will always remain a priority. But just whether he thinks we could really do with a win, it's Manchester United at home next in the Premier League for Liverpool as well, which is obviously a big one. Would you want to go into that having not won in four? Probably not. Um, well, you know, is this a good opportunity for... You know, maybe for the players to pick up a little bit of form to to sort of you know to go out there and and sort of right the wrongs a little bit perhaps. So then it's it's a big gap as well from from this game to the next one. Uh, with it being a Friday night, we don't then play till Sunday the seventeenth, and so you know there's there's nine days there to to recuperate. And you know if they don't play in this game, the the, the main guys that it's it's always two weeks without games and, you know, rest is good, but rhythm is good as well. And the manager talks about rhythm a lot. And so I think because of all that, he might go stronger in this game and the attitude to this game in particular, not necessarily the FA Cup, but this game in particular, sort of might be a little bit different than it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. I think that's kind of the similar standpoint from a Villa perspective as well. I mean, um, losing 2-1 to United was... uh, from our standpoint, it was good to be frustrated to lose, given the progression we're making. Frustrating to lose because of a penalty. It shouldn't have been a penalty. It was another thing. But anyways, um, aside from that point, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one just based on two teams looking to carry good momentum going forward. And people don't always link 
I guess, cup form with Premier League form, but in one season, it's all together and morale is morale. Winning is winning. You want that winning mentality no matter what. It doesn't matter what competition it is, even if it's a friendly, of course. So it's always good to see. And I'd imagine we'll see a bit of rotation on either side, maybe a few minor tweaks here, but also I wouldn't be surprised if there's not much. But I, I did notice uh, one interesting uh, stat, John, that you might get a kick out of. So since Liverpool... Um, since beating Liverpool in the 2014-15 semifinal, that being Villa, uh, we've lost our last three FA Cup games with an aggregate score of 10-0. to zero. So we haven't even scored. Continued with that, on each of the last three occasions, Liverpool have eliminated Villa from the FA Cup. They've gone on to reach the final, that being 87-88, 91-92, and 95-96 seasons. So there's a few good omens for you there. Um, we're, we're not typically good in the FA Cup probably since we went to the final and beat you guys in the semi-final so uh, if you want a little bit of statistical impetus and a little bit more uh, of a feel better attitude I don't know how much more I can give you than that but <laughs> if I could be so bold could I get your score prediction please I think we'll get beat to be honest with you I think I think we'll go out I think 2-1 has been the score last couple of years and and feels like one to stick with so yeah I, I'm I'm expe- I think most of Liverpool fans expect us to go out just because as I say this this um this this competition's just just not been a particularly good one for us they haven't looked like they they've, they've taken it too seriously and I think I think that all sorts of stay so yeah a 2-1 defeat unfortunately but I'd love to be wrong Fair enough. And with that kind of mindset, is there one area in particular you'd look at this Liverpool side being as good as it is and say, you know what, Villa could have a go at that particular aspect of your game? I mean, I think it depends who plays. So so you've got to sort of, you know, have a look at the the team and see sort of who he, who he rotates and who he puts in. The first 11 is obviously really strong, you know, but but who will he pick at the back? You know, will there be opportunities there? You know, I think he'll play a young centre-half, at least one. Um, so he, he might play Reese Williams alongside uh, Fabino, or he might go for both Williams and that Phillips. If he does, then there's opportunities there because there's an experience and there's also, you know, a bit of a drop between what you'd normally expect from a level of a Liverpool centre-half. And that Phillips isn't the quickest. Um, you've obviously got plenty of pace in your team and, and good runners. And so I think, you know, I think even if he rotates, I, I think the forward line will be pretty strong. I think the midfield, you know, there's enough players who, who need games for him to go strong there. You know, you'd imagine Milner to play Chamberlain to play guys like that who are, you know, international footballers and, and, and have won a lot of things. Whereas I think, you know, regardless of how strong or weak he goes, I think I think centre-half at the moment is an area where if, if I was Aston Villa, I'd be expecting uh, to get a little bit of joy. More than fair enough. I mean, you know what? I'll go with that scoreline. I'll go two one Villa as well. I mean, it's easy when the opposition fans kind of going with that too. So why not just <laughs> add on the misery there? But kind of to keep on the vulnerability thing, I think if there's one aspect, and I, I think some Villa fans can kind of agree as well. I think it's how we start games, and I think a lot of people. Well, I'm hoping a lot of people notice this. Probably the first 15 minutes of the United game. We didn't start off that quickly, and a lot of people know how United like to start games. They kind of blitz teams, and 
of course, you guys can play a very attacking style, very, I guess, blitzing style, if you will. And I think that's a, definitely a weakness. We don't always start the quickest, especially if you go to last season. There's kind of that weird, it's almost like we have to feel a game out, but we're not even present sometimes. So I haven't seen too much of it this year, but with a cup and I don't know what the mentality will be, I think that's probably going to be maybe how the first 10 to 20 minutes go and see how um, that result maybe be the tell all tale within those first 20 minutes. But uh, nonetheless, John, before we wrap things up, uh, feel free to uh, plug any of your socials if you'd like. Yeah, it's all just the Anfield wrap. The wrap is with a W. Um, so Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook is all, yeah, it all the Anfield wrap, all one word, and that's wrap with a W. Awesome. Appreciate it, of course. Um, looking forward to the game. It should be very interesting. Always weird with these Friday evening fixtures, cup or league. I just never really much of a fan of it. But nonetheless, hopefully a positive results but an entertaining one to say the least we'll wrap it up there and of course if you want to find me on twitter it's at talk aston villa you can tweet us at 7500 to holt email the podcast holtcast at gmail.com we'll leave it there and don't forget up the villa When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.